0: Hello everyone for on tap this is DJ BO and what I want to present to you here is the very first going through pages rock and roll book club podcast. So uh, let me give you guys some context. This was the 22nd ever meeting of going through pages rock and roll book club and it was on February 16 2021. But this one was special because this was the first one that we're doing as part of the Pop Culture Society at the apartment. What's the Pop Culture Society? Well, every Tuesday, we're going to be holding pop culture-themed events. Every other week is going to be the Going Through Pages Rock and Roll Book Club, and it's going to alternate with the Guilt-Free Cinema Club. The Guilt-Free Cinema Club is where we show public domain or otherwise movies that we have permission to show. Therefore, you can watch the movie and it's completely legal and you don't have to feel guilty about it at all. If you don't feel guilty about seeing other movies, that's your problem. We're keeping it 100% legit. Anyway, back to the book club. So let me give you guys some background. Uh, Last year, 2020, during the early part of the quarantine, I thought it would be hilarious to do a heavy metal book club. I just had the idea and I thought it, you know, just the juxtaposition of that was really cool and I like reading rock and roll and heavy metal themed books anyway. But um, after I put some thought into it, we came up with the idea of really doing like a serious book club and, um, but the books are rock and roll themed. Well, what does that mean exactly? That means that rock and roll is associated with the book to some degree. Now, they've all been nonfiction so far, but I'm even open to doing fiction books. But it's included everything from biographies, autobiographies, um, books written uh, about songs, like the song Louie Louie, Patti Smith's memoir. Uh, We did books about movements in music. One was very politically themed by Johnny Otis, but all the things have popular music of the 20th century from the West, which is going to be rock and roll. So uh, I'm going to introduce the book that we talked about for this first meeting for the Going Through Pages Rock and Roll Book Club podcast soon, but I just wanted to take this time to kind of Give you guys some background. Uh, and this one, you know, uh, we're still working out the kinks on the recording. I really put a lot of time into trying to make it sound good. It's not perfect, it's not where it needs to be yet, but hopefully we're moving in the right direction. And um, the book that we talk about is Traveling Soul uh, The Life of Curtis Mayfield. And we talked about the first uh, seven chapters of the book, the first half. If you want to be part of the second half of the discussion, that will be uh, on March 2nd, 8 p.m. at The Apartment. The Apartment is, of course, the bar, restaurant, cool, hip space in Shanghai. And for that meeting, actually, we're going to have one of the co-writers, I guess technically the ghost writer. Of the books, book Travis Atria. He's actually going to call in for our book meeting, so it's going to be really, really special. So anyway, I just wanted to give you guys some context. Oh, and I want to thank the people who came to the first meeting here because I didn't get a chance to do it in the uh, main part of the podcast. They are Howie, aka DJ Iko Iko, K Shu, Spencer, Murray, James, Adam Crossley, Paul Daddy Bird. Simon Jackson, Julia, a.k.a. Schizotic, and Marcel, a.k.a. DJ Black Daniels. So those were our participants. We had a lot of fun. And uh, I hope you, you dig this, whether you just want some information about the Curtis Mayfield book, particularly the first half, because that's all we really talk about, or even better, if you want to join us in future meetings, we'd love to have you um at the apartment the only requirement is that you read the book hopefully but even if you just want to sit in that's okay but hopefully read the assigned reading and everyone's gotta buy at least one discounted drink it's easy it's fun we call it uh, books booze and bickering anyway and enjoy and now we're gonna get to uh, the theme song of the Going Through Pages Rock and Roll Book Club podcast, which is an excerpt uh, from the song Book Fair by the Modestats. So here we are, and uh, let's take it away. Hit it, Modestats. Right Welcome everybody to the Going Through Pages Rock and Roll Book Club. Nice to see you, Adam. How are you doing? Great. <laughs> nice to Not see testing. everyone else, too. Today, we have Traveling Soul, The Life of Curtis Mayfield, written by Todd Mayfield, and Travis Atria. As we do each time we go through the books, there are seven categories. General vibes, or just jock our general feelings, spells good to me, well-written sentences and sections. Steaming hot takes, well-thought-out arguments and assertions. Then there's ice-cold takes, things that we might disagree with. Google alert, things that required for the research. Adapt or die, our most popular one. How you like the material reinterpreted. And motherfucking wrong, mistakes and errors in it. And we can use that as a framework. I have a bunch of stuff, and I want to hear what you guys have to say. Thank you for coming, especially you guys who had not been here before. So... Uh, let's start with the first topic, general vibes. What are your general feelings about the first half of this book,
1: chapter 1 through 7? I'm not enjoying this book as much as some of the other ones before. It's a little bit sterile for a biography. It's written, sounds more like, the writing sounds more like an outside voice than the son actually wrote it.
0: Especially with, like, um... Even but even when you have like a family friend or like I've read books written by the wives or whatever, yeah. this the first half of the book is basically mostly when the kid is not even born or a, a baby. So even in those circumstances, it's going to be like that. Oh yeah, that's
1: why I think the big difference of this from other books you get less. Of the subject's voice, you get less of Curtis's own voice and thoughts on this than you do in some of the other biographies we
0: But that that go they go. That's a big theme of the book is that he's such a private dude. Yeah, right? yeah. But yeah, uh, that's
1: uh, but I think it's it's more than that. I think, like I said, it's an outside person who's done research on this. Yeah. And it's nice. you know, I mean, I don't, I appreciate it. I like <laughs> learning about this. But yeah, it's definitely definitely an outside voice from the person itself. You don't get much. Much of insight into Kurz mm-hmm. personally this way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, yeah, I agree very much that. Yeah. I don't feel I'm going
2: to. It's, it's
1: good information. But right? I like the writing.
2: I think. It's, it's yeah, it's
0: fine. It's fine. Well it's fine. written.
2: There's some great little. Yeah, I, I, think there is, I think there is some good sense All those that, yeah. bits about stretching every dollar, so uh-huh. that the eagle's grinning by the time <laughs> yeah. they fed everyone a bean, yeah, yeah. A, yeah there's, there's a few great lines in it, it's nicely written. And,
0: and, well, reading it. and it was an interesting idea, although I don't, I mean, well, what did you guys think about the idea of interweaving the narrative of Curtis' book and his biography with the civil rights movement? Appropriate, yeah, I think,
3: yeah. You I,
0: I think it probably. Set, I think it
3: sets a good backdrop to that.
1: Yeah. yeah so it. Yeah, it's very well presented because it. it I think. It, like I said, it looks, despite being an outside voice, it does analyze that in that
0: how it affected him and how he in turn affected it. Yeah. Well, what it lacks in the, you know, like. Looking at Curtis Mayfield's memoirs or diary, potentially or whatever, like yeah. he does it by setting the setting in yeah. the civil rights movement. Right. Any other general feelings or vibes, Julia?
3: What you think?
0: <laughs> Any, anything? Anything come up? Well, I don't. Well, is this is really.
3: I think this really has more to do with me than necessarily the book. I always question a lot of things. So, like, given the. Uh, like the backdrop, of like uh, the story of, like his grandmother and I always wonder how much of it is like, actually factual and how much of it is like you kind of like take a, a bit of a story or how much you, you knew about that person and then spice it up a bit for the book itself. Like her whole like travels from the south and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Like, uh,
0: are you talking about the the spiritualist? Yes.
3: Uh, I mean, maybe even that part. Not nothing's specifically, there isn't any, like, one yeah. part specifically that sticks out in my mind where I'm like, oh, like, I don't believe that or something. But I always, when I read these kinds of stories, I always, mm. like, because you're not there, but it's supposed to be, like, a yeah. real story. So I always kind of ask myself, like, how much of this is, like, really real, and how much of this is just, like, being spiced up by an author to, to make a book, you know what I mean? So, like, I, I don't know. No. Not, not, yeah, to but, not not to knock the writing or anything of that But
1: nature. if was no spice itself, I was going to spice this is this is pretty tame, really. Yeah. For the, for the for the background and for the culture, this is not
0: that mm. wild. And I gets some quotes from, from his from the sisters and Fair and enough. the other family members as well. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. there is some of that. Yeah, not I saying
3: it's not saying it's wild necessarily. I guess it's more the fact that like uh, you know, like you said. I mean, at the beginning of the story, like Curtis wasn't even born yet. So yeah. like if no one was even there to like experience it. I was just kind of wondering like how much of that was like real, you know, or yeah. how much
0: they did it, but they, they, they,
4: give, they give some yeah.
0: quotes from family people around Yeah,
4: I can't. I don't think I can quite agree. I wasn't bothered by the voice. I yeah. thought it's great. I thought it's very well written. Yeah. And the framing is good. Um, I think there's a wealth of historical information there, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and mm-hmm. the way they move in and out of discussing mm-hmm. some of the, the musical features of his work, and... Some of the cultural background to where his head might be at, or some things that were happening mm-hmm. that at the time, I thought was well done and, and, and interwoven with the you know the this, this storyline about his family life. Yeah, I thought my impression of the book, the vibes of the part that I wrote, was quite quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Marcel, yeah. any, any thoughts? Okay, cool. Do you think so anyone else? Yeah. You good? you it go. It yeah. a bit, you yes. know.
1: Got that. Yeah, It's not quite like Maya Angelou,
2: but you've got that sort of feel. I, I was really interested in the cultural yeah. background, and I did feel it gave a bit of it. Um,
0: mm-hmm. And, do, and like it the it. thing that points it that, that, that just strikes out to me is just an, an interesting decision to weave it in thing. with the civil rights movement. Yeah, Even it when it's not important. directly something he was involved in at the particular times, like it's telling the story, well, the African-American that, right? American story. He does get involved with it, he yeah, does. Sure but not not immediately
4: yeah that you no, know but, 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 but by that yeah. i mean by that i mean his uh, i mean his music s- some of his music was seen as an anthem by so, you know, people yes. within that
0: movement but we'll get to that but even the stuff before then the yeah. yeah. okay I, I, I
4: feel
5: like it influences good. i feel like his, music, a lot, his music being presented as an anthem it is presented effectively as an anthem but like it's it it's very um it's nothing that I, I was ever familiar with as an before this book presented this one. I, well, is, I it, is is that, is that uh, is it was it really central to the civil rights movement or was he tapping into something that kind of like was a part of it but not we'll get into that more no, I mean, really in the yeah. I, like, I I never
4: like heard I, I like
5: a lot of these tracks. And they, and I and as I read them and I listen to them I go, I can see how he was inspired to them, but are they as central to the movement as they sound in this
0: book? I was so,
5: it just I don't know. I, I
0: associate you know, much more words. some James Brown songs, exactly, and like Sam Cooke songs. And Were stuff. you in like, the civil rights movements in the '60s? Well, there uh, you go. <laughs> I would, I would love, no, but I would love to no. hear more about that. I mean, that's what yeah. I'm saying is I yeah. wasn't there,
5: yeah. so yeah. I'm fully open to not know not having known anything about it. But I think it's interesting how it's presented as so cool. central, and I've just never heard a lot of these tracks before. I, and I maybe that's because I'm really in, a, in my bubble. But I would love to hear more about how they were a
0: part of it. We can talk about this more later, um, but I feel like part of the problem is because like he was such his own scene and doing all of the things himself, like he's not associated as much with a movement as much.
2: But like Slime Family Stone. A
0: bit like he, he wasn't a, the Motown monolith. Yeah he wasn't and the Atlantic records which is still going on preserving and stuff his legacy is much more scattered in a way but I think so, I mean, I the yeah. first album yeah, doesn't
2: start with If There's Hell Below We're All Gonna Go I mean that is absolute yeah. niggers, whiteys, that's an yeah. absolute yeah. Yeah,
4: cause civil rights
3: what, what I understand is like his
4: songs Soul. were banned from playing in a lot of the radios because of the, because of the things that he was doing the, the pl- well, so that's why maybe his songs were more popular in the African American community more than say the white radio. Oh, that's definitely So maybe that's, maybe that's history, why yeah. I think, yeah. 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 Like, but yeah. some people might perceive his voice as representative.
0: But, but some of, of the more confrontational stuff doesn't come through the 70s anyway, which we're not even at in the first half of the book yeah. anyway. Yeah. It was awesome to see that he inspired early Bob
5: Marley. Oh yeah!
0: <laughs> yeah <cool>. How interesting! <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I, I posted. Um, is that right? Is, uh, yeah, yeah. Did you? Yeah, did you? Absolutely. I posted the two songs back to back, and you can hear the similarity. Mm-hmm.
5: And the photo uh, of uh, Bunny uh, Whaler Buddy and Bob. Whaler quoted on that, right? And, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, oh yeah! So like, um, this is the Whalers. <laughs> I'm going to get to some um, section two, spells good to me. Do you have anything you want to add for the beginning part?
4: Um, No, uh, well, I just picked up one thing,
2: like, what? Sorry, what, what's your name? Spencer.
0: Spencer.
2: Yeah, I, I kind of agree with what you said, because I, I only start to write, uh, reading. Yeah. And then I noticed the uh, travers, the, the, the writer, and I was thinking in my mind, okay, so this guy is not associated with the... Um, with the family, with the with the musician,
4: yeah. And
2: then I was thinking, so everything he wrote about is like second-hand research. Then he constantly needs to put himself in the in the musician's perspective. And uh, I was trying to think. There was a small question mark for me as well. So how accurate or how close it is for him to write about?
3: Well.
0: I mean, it's like any other history book, right? Yes. If you wrote a book like about <laughs> George Washington... Well, yeah, but, I but a lot too, but... Yeah, <laughs> well, but, but I'll say this. In two
4: weeks, let's talk to Travis, and you can ask him directly right. about that. Right, okay, it. yeah, that'll be... I mean, good. If, I, if I could just briefly... I mean, in regards to his comments on musical features, I mean, you can listen to... Every time Every time I write one of those, I immediately went and listened to the track, and they're good. They're yeah. good comments. You can hear it in the recording.
0: That's one of our sections... Google, Google this for oh. the research, and we'll, I'll talk, bring up a couple of those. Okay. spells good to me. Well-written sentences and sections. So I'll just read you the parts that I thought were especially well-written if you have comments about it, especially just in terms of the writing and syntax of it whatever. He turned 16 on stage at the Apollo Theater in Harlem, mm-hmm. and since then he's seen every type of crook run every type of con. Mm. That's right in the beginning. You know, like, I think that's starting off really strong and just the, you know, turning 16 on stage at Harlem, uh, yeah. Apollo. Yeah. It's, so yeah, it's pretty some bad shit. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's some bad-ass shit. Yeah. Um, and, be- and, 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 and let's be clear, like, you hear, like, about Ella Fitzgerald and other people being on the Apollo stage when they're young and before they're famous, but they were part of the open mics and stuff. He was a featured artist. Like, you know, they, they invited him on. He was, it it wasn't was part of a... a you know, youth talent show or something at the Apollo. As Aunt Carolyn recalls, when we were little she told us we weren't black, we were Asiatic. I came home and I told Mama, we're Asiatic. Mama said, that's a flu. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that was funny. But
2: it's quite wittily wittily written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that bit right at the beginning with all the things you couldn't do as a black which I, you know, I, I thought was really you couldn't even be in the same jail as a white person mm-hmm, They
0: start mm-hmm.
2: off with the obvious things you know about like the schools and the buses and there's that yeah if that you couldn't have one black person in the apartment like, you couldn't even be in the same jail I found that very interesting in just a tiny paragraph
0: yeah you know? yeah like I mean there is uh, there, there is a voice to the book I definitely think that is interwoven into it you know um, I think you kind of mentioned that before All right, next quote. In regards to their marriages, Jerry says, I can assure you that we did it very poorly. Um, And there it's said in kind of a coy way, but it goes into kind of darker territories in that regard later on. But just the the way of saying how they were messing around on the road, just the the way of phrasing it in terms of their marriage. I can assure you that we did it very poorly. (laughs) I just think that's uh, a stuff. All right. If you worked with Curtis, you had to do things his way. Or, as Herb Kent put it, if you made a dollar, then Curtis made five. Does anybody else
5: feel like that for all the times that he tells us Curtis is a hard-ass, there's not a lot of, like, examples. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of him being a hard-ass. There were
2: some, there were, there were, there mm-hmm. were enough but. I mean he doesn't Probably. go with the brothers when they're backing out Because he wants to get paid for doing the gig mm-hmm.
4: I, mean, do, I think But that's
2: not really being a hard ass I
4: think, I mean, uh, interpersonal is one thing But demanding that you be paid for the work that you do And particularly at that time, I think for any artist But especially for a black artist To demand that they hold on to all of their royalties yeah. That they're li- they don't share their licensing at all Mm-hmm. Um, is a big deal. I think he, he mentioned at one point that he was actually the first artist to do that, even before Sam Cooke. You
0: know? Sam, yeah, Sam Cooke had a record label for other artists, not even for
4: himself. So, yeah. like, it, it might not reflect um, uh, somebody who's difficult in interpersonal situations, but a kind of confidence and intransigence to be unwillingness be unwilling to wield in these certain areas that are the, extremely
0: the, the 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 kind of the biggest example seem to be his dealings with the other impressions. And,
4: and Yeah, he,
1: that's that's one thing where where most of this thing, this is very sensible. He's one of the few sensible artists that say, hey no, I'm holding on to my rights here. So he's sort of screwed over his, his fellow bandmates.
4: I think one one section that gives some insight into his character, obviously this is a highly unusual situation. I'm sure he's dealing with industry people in a different way. When he's talking with the the letter to his mother, explaining his reasons for leaving his wife, you know, um, he, it's actually very um, the the author frames it as somewhat awkward and stilted, but I actually think it's it's, tr- it's very well written, you know. And there's a, there's a kind of hardness to the way he approaches it, and yet a kind of eloquence to that too. I, I did I
0: um you know I did kind of agree that it, it sounded stilted. It sounded like a bit formalized. Especially if you're writing to your mother about what you're doing, like it just sounded kind of wonky the, to me.
4: What's interesting is, I mean, you know, yeah. could be, but it's, in terms of like, he doesn't actually back down from his position, he actually explains yeah. his position, this this is, you know, how would you feel if you were, you know, stuck with dad in a loveless marriage, but mm-hmm. in more kind of ornate,
0: you know, language.
4: Yeah. and. One could imagine, I mean, I mean, I actually don't know much about the man in terms of like how he spoke, like it, the tone of his voice, you know. You can imagine somebody who, um, 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 who, who, who demands certain things and fights for things, but in a, you know, somewhat, uh, you know, using a rhetoric that's not itself offensive, you know. That could be difficult, you know, that could turn people off, mm-hmm. you know, and yet not be.
0: And it's just so difficult to say because it's a letter to your mother. Which just complicates things a million times as well. Sure.
4: He's an introvert, right? Definitely. So, I mean, yeah. so that's like he—he he tends to communicate things in ways that are just. Like, true. Yeah.
2: And I also think if you ask for what you actually are is due to you, as a woman, as a black guy at this time, then you often come across as being aggressive and demanding, mm. uh, which doesn't come off across particularly, but it's much more difficult. You, you know, you've know, you got your white middle class rights and you expect to get everything but right in the front like talking about having a gun put to his head and saying you're not going to get the money for this show.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it, it's know. something we don't even... I assume I will be paid for the but very often if you're in a class that's less privileged you, you are often seen as being difficult and unpleasant and intransigent and hard to work
1: just for asking what is due to you. I remember at this time, even white artists were getting screwed
0: over. Sure. Yeah. You know. Um, okay. s- still are. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, <artists> are, <laughs> it turns out artists are still screwed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or arts, right? <laughs> but in
0: terms of, like, his sort of demure, um, less, like, aggressive things, like, in the 70s, he's vocally, you know, he says, this is my country. But even that, it's still said in a more like compassionate way than an aggressive way. I think it's the way it's expressed. Um, speaking about his um, his voice, I guess you could take that in terms of either way. Do you think painless preaching? He'd later call it. Do you think his voice
5: comes through in his music that he like says things like that? If another person sang in their music, people would be offended. Mm. But he. His songs are not. A f- a I mean, brad. I don't feel like his songs have this.
4: Right, this including video. the one that was banned from the radio. <laughs> I mean, listen to the They're nice. Well, well they're was that, uh, that about... <laughs> yeah, there's more that than one that? version
1: of that because he he edited. Is that, that the song?
2: If there's hell below?
1: No no no, 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 hell below. No. The
3: release. Has, that's that's that yeah, we haven't done that yet. Yeah,
5: which one was banned? I quite got
2: to chapter six. People get, People get
5: ready. People get ready is that one? That
2: that that's one. No, there's that's another one. For, yeah. I think like, we're we're a winner. winner. That was
0: really Yeah, yeah, that one. That, that one's one. Really nice. But she really edited version. What's what's the with, uh, if you well, have a choice which you'd like, right, rather being I was being or or black. be wild or like but you listen, but you like well, you listen to like Lorian and get fans. Yeah, so, things were even worse you know. then than they are today. Yeah. You, listen, you listen to all, you know, it just was like we're doing good, we're winners. The okay. Rolling Stones, you know, let's spend it. the night together, you know, like that gets fans. You know, listen,
1: like, listen to modern so called conservatives. That's offensive to them. That's offensive to them.
0: Here's, here's, a, here's a a well a very exciting, excitedly written passage. During the show, they got into a singing battle with The Temptations. Yes. Fred recalled, The Temptations went out and they did one of our songs, Gypsy Woman. So when it was time for us to go on, we went out and they did one of their songs, The Girls Alright With Me. And then it was on. <laughs> we would do a that song, cool. they would do a song. The host of the show was Georgie Woods, and he just let us go at it. After the third or fourth encore... The impressions stood backstage, caught in a bind. They'd run out of songs, but the audience screamed for more. My father said, well, we got this. people get ready.
3: People get ready as a train a
1: there's a lot of covers of a song, but none of them are that good. You know, I I don't think I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either.
4: Hey, just one additional thought about you know the music being banned or seen as aggressive. Like in the soul music tradition, like there's a long history of having music that to our ears sounds like positively anodyne, like unoffensive at all. Um, so I mean, Sam Cooke is one example. It's the language trust seems kind of inspiring. A later example might be like, uh, like Marvin Gaye's, like "What's Going On" or something like that. Like it's mm-hmm. a positive mm-hmm. message. You know, it doesn't come across yeah. as aggressive, and yet it, there's a, you know, a, a, a um, like a social political edge to it. Sure. Uh,
1: yeah. No, no, but but uh, what's going on is pretty pointed in a lot of, a lot of, yeah. a lot of parts. It's but done. it's really it's
4: so the song, out the the song starts No, like, yeah the no, song starts by a bunch of people just hanging out and saying things like everything is everything you know yeah, there's yeah, a no, it's pretty poignant yeah mother mother, mother mother why yeah why are you crying why are people are dying and yet the what I mean is the the uh, the sonic presentation of it the, the sounds of like, people talking the instrumentation is actually very kind of much. You know, it's not the, the musical presentation is not itself
0: Mother, mother, there's too many of you to cry. Brother,
4: brother, brother, there's far too many. Of you. All right, I like that you just have that at the ready. <sighs> Great song. You, you should the whole so album. You really, really sure. should.
3: He's Shanghai's number two. The
4: whole
0: album okay. should be ever, always to the trigger. Hot takes. This is more a little bit more deeper now, a little bit more um, thought of arguments and assertions. A man who spends much of his public life on stage and much of his private one locked in his bedroom. So that temp- like a matter of
1: my own heart. <laughs> the uh, I like being on stage, but I also like being
0: very private. This comes more into play in the second half of the book as well, where he, without giving too much away, like he spends a lot more much. So about all his time in his bedroom. Yeah, but like he—he seems to be an extroverted introvert or an introverted extrovert. Right? Right. I never—I
3: never understood those. easy to say that. How is that? i, I
0: identified identify that with that origin. Yeah, 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 how is yeah. How does that? But,
3: but I also get that,
2: that there are some people who are very closed off and nervous themselves. But when you get on stage, you can really <laughs> let it go. Yeah. I'm yeah.
5: Not yeah, talking
2: for myself is quite outspoken <laughs> generally, but I—I I, I do know people who yeah. are not crazy animals at all in there but they really let it out on stage and it's, it's locked up which I guess is part of the I think the there's idea. a
0: safety to being on stage like I get that completely yeah because when you're on stage there's the, you're meeting all the expectations in a social setting things and you're to playing a character
2: you're not exactly. being yourself you're playing a part you're not being yourself you become a different character that you could actually be a bit freer with
1: No, see now these are both true see because I'm a lot this way I really like being alone by myself. I also enjoy being on stage performing and and getting the reaction from an audience. That's wonderful. Those are really good things. But then there's also a social aspect. I am not a social butterfly, but I have hosted a lot of events. And in these events, I prefer the ones where I've had events and I've had only two people show up. I like those better Mm -hmm. than the ones where 30 or 40 people show up. Because in the ones where only two people show up, I get to know those people very well. Whereas in the one where 30 or 40 people show up, I have, you go around and you never really get to talk to anybody very much. You're sort of going around and being host be to the party and doing this and this. It's sort of antisocial to be in a crowd like that. Um, so, basically, so basically, you're looking for quality of engagement rather than quantity of engagement. That's, that's the dynamic to me. Uh, so when you're on stage, you're getting quality, even though it's mostly one way. Well, does two way. When you're on stage, it's two way. When you're doing when yeah, the performance is going right. well, it's two way because you're getting feedback from the audience during your performance. That's an extroverted introvert. I just think those
3: terms are just.
0: I, I don't know. Like no, I, no 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 no. no, no. I, I like I feel I like for me personally like a situation like this where I'm posting something, I feel very comfortable with that. Uh-huh there's a projection outward with it's it because
2: we all love you yeah.
0: and if or I'm friends so. yeah and uh shut up and if uh, <laughs> if I'm in the audience I feel very comfortable because it's an intake uh-huh. when things get in between I feel very awkward very very quickly very uh what's in between like a my, here's my least favorite word in the English language is schmooze yeah. Like like a cocktail party. Amen. I, That's what I'm I talking about in. with with, with
1: a, when I have when I have a successful meetup with a bunch of people there,
3: poor engagement. I think oh, I think right. you're a great schnoozer. Oh my
0: goodness. I don't,
4: oh he's, goodness, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> he's he's <schmoozerific>. I <laughs> I don't
0: feel like that way
4: at all. But. That ties really well with Curtis, right? He said that uh you go to dinner parties with Diane and say either you have f- Either we leave right now, or you find a way for yeah. us to get for us to leave. You, to here Here's a quote <laughs> amplifying this: "It is no
0: secret that many insecure people find themselves drawn to the stage. The attention, spotlight, and applause help ease the pain of their insecurity and place it with an often fleeting sense of self worth." My father was one such person. Though I don't
2: know that's generally true. I mean, as a teacher, that's
0: I, very strong. Yeah,
2: I, I, there are some people, but I'm an Adam. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't really agree with that. Yeah. It's mainly the kids who are a bit more outgoing anyway, who then want to be on the stage. Yeah. I do think there are occasionally, but I wouldn't say that's a rule at all.
0: Well, you have the the little Richards of the world who are always on. Right, exactly. Always on. That's completely different than in Curtis Mayfield.
3: Yes, exactly. That's exactly it, yeah. That's fine. I still think... Anyway, we're kind of getting off topic. I still just, think, I just think extroverted introverts. Is a Bit really of a sh- It's just a really terms, shitty term. You just, just you're because an you're not extroverted introvert. Those of us, <laughs> those of us who are understand it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, just just because you're an introvert doesn't make you an extroverted introvert. If you do like fucking oh, shows, it's but whatever. Like a
4: sociable sociable introvert. That's that's existing. That's like.
3: I think you've been
2: introvert who does great shows and is still an introvert. Yeah. The fact you do a great show doesn't so make so
1: sense,
3: you're but you're that's maybe
2: what you say, expensive. No.
3: You're just talking about shmoozing? I just think they need to come up with a new definition. Yeah. for Alright, we're, we're, we're gonna... <laughs> gonna... Well, yes we, yes we do, because most, <laughs> of, the common, most of the common <laughs> definitions are bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. That's go. what I'm talking I,
1: I, can, I can agree to that. You're talking about schmoozing here, that's poor quality interaction.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For nine months, Fred and Sam were relegated to singing backup on other people's records while Curtis helped create what became known as the Chicago Sound. Three basic elements formed the Chicago Sound. My father's guitar, Davis's production, and the arrangements of jazz bassist turned arranger Johnny Pate.
2: I have to say, I loved the fact that was were talking about playing on the black keys on the piano first, and I have yeah. tuned the guitar, and so I thought, like, oh, that's, yeah, I remember you know, trying to play Curtis as, when uh, I was learning guitar of things, and yeah. it not sounding quite right. I thought that was a really interesting thing to have in the book.
0: And I have here a Fascinations record, which is an early, um, song. Who were the Fascinations again? They a girl group. Yeah, they were a girl group on, okay.
5: this and he was like who's Curtis Mayfield and I was like Theo yeah, just sent a track I put on the fascination and I was like this doesn't sound like Curtis
0: Mayfield <laughs> well, it's, but even like the arrangements um, can be wrapped around like that sure. so nothing nothing here for the second but um, if Johnny Pate becomes more prominent later and like I was talking with Marceau about DJing last Friday like you hear like lots of hip-hop break beats and stuff uh, This, this is like skipping ahead a bit in a way but like Johnny Pate is really essential to the the Curtis Mayfield sound and is like a cornerstone in early hip hop. Marley Peter Tush and Bunny Whaler even dressed like the impressions as Bunny recalled we were fascinated by the way they did this song I'm So Proud. Out of the song came the Whalers. It hurts to be alone. Do I have I'm So Proud here? Yeah. Here's the one that inspired that song. My mother says, I think he was addicted to sex. So he was male? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone would like to. Well. <laughs> Just, uh, he was well, male and he had opportunities. Well, I was it's, about to say, you might
2: have a little bit
0: more of Well, I mean, I. they're basically saying it's pathological, though. Him, you know, is that part of him acting out his lack of family structure and... Is, um you I know. feel
2: that's such a weak thing when all of you cut today and everywhere. So many like stars. i oh, yeah. I'm i it's not my fault but I've been unfaithful to work I'm addicted to sex. It yeah, genetically yeah. we our genes we are mm. made as mammals
3: to want to pass on our genes to as many people yeah, as possible. But, but No, but but like if you're I mean if you're someone like Curtis or anyone else with, with fame and, and all that, it's 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 just that much you more have the st- opportunity a lot yeah more. exactly it's just that much more accessible like you can if you like you know if you if you stick an alcoholic in a dry Muslim country then the odds of him getting drunk are way less but if you stick him in a bar well good luck you know yeah. so I mean I, so I, was, I, I don't know I mean yeah. it's, I was, it's temptation. You know,
2: genetic the tem- temptation's hard man no, no, no for sure the, I mean everybody needs everybody no for sure of, for sure some level or other is is addicted to sex because that—that's
3: how I do. But for sure. Concerned. But every—everybody also, you know, and again, it's kind of off topic, but everybody also needs to eat every day. But some people do it more than they need to. You know what I mean? So, you know.
5: But don't you feel like if he's a, a prominent star who's addicted to sex, there's not enough sex
2: in this book?
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, it says At he was
2: getting hurt every night. night. You yeah. so no, talk about no, that, that about guy and say, oh, this yeah. guy's got a problem because he's addicted to food. Yeah. The same as if you're a heroin addict. No, herring there's or something. plenty funny sex. It's just not always it's just, specifically it's just
3: referred to. It's well, just someone doing it's always more like, of oh, keeps... a natural thing. Well, there's this a discussion right. we could have later. I, I, I mean, I think it's just what makes people I, interesting.
0: By the way, I don't mind the things being a bit sociological or off-topic, like using the book to talk about other things. It's yeah, for sure, but I feel like him and I will end up going down a rabbit hole on this
3: one so we're going to talk I, about sex I, later I, so. Oscar, Oscar. Is I oh, think random we're not going down a glory hole on this one yeah. <laughs> right. there you go there you go there's
1: zero groupie stories so far in this, this book it's well that's because there's, there's a third party to, you're researching yeah. this yeah, so, yeah. yeah
2: the yeah. insane clown posse I completely got this is a fat kid <laughs> who's from a really poor background he's just like yeah <laughs> I was going to fuck anyone I could you know I'm really sorry because I was terrible <laughs> I was so amazed, and he'd go to sleep with me. i last about 30 seconds. And <laughs>
3: yeah. I get that. There's,
0: there's, there's oh, also, there's also, yeah, Chris the Mayfield was also a fucking gentleman, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I also kind of like... Also, some people
3: aren't made for just one person. True. So some people are just made for one person. Are or not. not. Or are not made for
0: one person. I, and I guess, I guess it, I think... It's a weird idea. It's, it's not again. like, it is I not a 20 unique years, thing. But, it's not a unique thing, but sending especially because his songs are so domestic, right? And so just about but was, a domestic kind of love, and then him but, going around fucking everything. That does not make him unique in music or popular culture, but, but especially <laughs> the contrast with his music. Yeah, but I mean, it, but, I mean that kind that that of for me, most of the songs are
2: not the ones about domestic love that. Much more that are a, a bit more political. Or
0: See, Trump-based that's something or, that I strongly disagree with. Okay. Yeah, if you listen, you actually listen to his albums. To, to I mean, we, I listened to Curtis yeah.
2: nonstop when I was a. If you kid listen to his and the Superfly album, they like you, that, I that's later though. Apparently.
4: Yeah, that's much later, late
0: later so and that, and, that, and that only lasted a go short go period of time. Then he goes stuff. to disco love songs. I mean, anyway. before, no, no, no,
2: no, no. No, that's not his first solo album. I was gonna say, of course, it's white. So
0: White's not. Maybe
1: no. start totally off in the fifties. I mean, yeah, he's, he's been America- oh. for twenty years. Yeah. White America's I know, not gonna want
3: to hear about. Look at this—the the the, the impressions. Like, I don't want to say a word. Never mind. But they're not gonna want to hear about a black guy, you know, having. Affairs or whatever. I mean, James Brown is really we're more we're the first, first we're person to kind of break things so out Brown, of the shell and get a little funky man. about it, I think. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. You know, but
0: but yeah. the Everly Brothers were know, fucking know, everyone in the Black Black world, too. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they're not going to sing about yeah. it.
3: That's, that's what I'm saying. They're not going to sing about it. I think you're at the point of
4: about the SLOs. Yeah, I think That's an interesting insight Because it's true. There is really it's really a family type of love. I That's... I, I could Somehow talk about he's that more. Someone kind of saccharine about it, and domestic is the word you use. It,
0: it, my, my, if I was to criticize his music as a whole... Uh, and by the way, I like, I like Curtis Mayfield's music. I can give you a dozen songs I really like. If you listen to the catalog, I don't necessarily identify as much with the sort of domesticated kind of love that he expresses in most of his songs. There are political songs. They tend to be like one per album, maybe two per album. The rest of them are... You know, my soul's eternal love, my love's eternal soul, like, you know, singing about not, not unrequited love, like a, a requited love, you know, a sort of mutually sad, you know, yearning for that sort of, I'll say again, domesticated love. Yeah. But, and I just don't, I'm much more interested in Wilson Pickett trying to get funky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, Curtis Mayfield's still great. And uh, yeah. e- even those domesticated love songs There's a lot of well, good ones.
5: There's that much adultery going on. I want a story.
3: Use <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the specifics, yeah. <laughs> he was, he was, he was man. Well, Jerry
0: Butler's genre. still alive. You sh- you, we should. <laughs> if he wrote an autobiography, maybe he's got songs about. You know, gang banging groupies and you know outside but the. But you want to hear the
2: story.
3: You <laughs> <laughs> should read yeah. the Motley yeah. Crew book next. Anyway. Yeah, dirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, 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 no. Okay. I did read that book. No, I, I did. <laughs> I did. This. It didn't make um, me like them very much,
5: but it was, it was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Totally different uh, subject, but okay. since it is interwoven with the book, this was an interesting um, thing. Um, what king? Martin Luther King, of course didn't expect was the resistance he would face from his own people. Many Negro ministers and politicians told King to go back where he came from. They benefited from the racist structure in Chicago, though they wouldn't admit it. People on the street were just as hard to reach after meeting with a group of Chicago Negroes. King's close friend, Hosea Williams, said, I have never seen such hopelessness. Even King commented to to an aide, you ain't never seen you no know, Negroes like this, have you, boy? If we could crack the Chicago Negroes, we can crack anything. No. And it's and it is like you read the MLK stories, like you know, like he was able to fight against the South partially because he could have the support of the Northern liberals. It's a little bit like California right now dealing with homelessness,
1: but, what, <laughs> but one, once they get a Californian, yes.
0: But once you deal with issues political closer to home, yep. Yep. people start people start shutting yep. the fuck yep. up real quick. Yep. When you can blame it on the fucking yep. the crackers down south. Yep. You know you know oh, that's
1: always been an issue in California. Always been a fucking issue in California. Yeah. You know what, what? That oh we're, you know, there's a lot of liberals in California, but when it comes to actually, you know, helping the people on your block, fuck that. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay, Fair enough.
0: And I, and I have read about King's frustrations with Chicago, in um, but it's still just an interesting argument and thing that just doesn't get presented as much. It's an interesting,
4: you know there's an interesting framing in that same chapter, because it's set back-to-back back with his creative struggles, turning yes. out flops, mm-hmm. his difficulties with his early labels. Yeah. 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 In, Chicago. yeah. in Chicago. In exactly,
0: Chicago. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Which I, it was just part of the intertwining thing, which I really I liked that in the structure of the book. MLK is trying to break into the Chicago black community. Curtis Mayfield is trying to do that at the exact same time, like you were saying. Yeah. It's kind of the structure of the chapter. You could probably explain in the chapter why did MLK pick Chicago or like New York or, I don't
5: know, another prominent city? Maybe.
0: It was just labor unions, right?
5: Detroit, I don't know. Why?
3: Was there, maybe because there was a greater influx of Southern blacks to Chicago? I don't know. Um, so That's where there was a need. Mm-hmm. I think I mean, yeah. part of why he was there. That's also one of the cities that had race riots before. And yeah. so yeah. maybe it was always just kind of like a hot spot.
4: It's yeah. also a major American city with yeah. a large African-American population.
0: Here's interesting, to, to continue down that road a bit. Dad liked Marv, frankly, because he was white and Jewish. <laughs> um, um, but, you know, like, um, you have that sort of connection where you have, you know... The African-American talent kind of like, a, you know, connecting with like, you know, some Jewish manager guy and being like, that's my guy or whatever, or mutual and stuff. And so you get the impression, the impressions really resented that sort of relationship that Curtis Mayfield struck up with Marv, um, because it also just gave, separated the other impressions away from him. Anything? No? All right. Ice cold takes. Stuff I disagreed with or
4: questioned a bit. Can Hey, before we do that, can I share Oh, yeah, absolutely. That, um, sure, yeah. For sure, sure. Um, this is a musical quote, but I think we have a few musicians here, right? What do you think? I don't know. Oh, I thought you were a musician. No, no, I know no, Simon's a saxophonist. Good to see <laughs> he you. He's a
2: musician. It is, yeah, good to see you.
0: Uh, and and Adam, Adam plays as well. Oh, yeah, you came
4: in with, with, with the guitar? Okay. Far. He, just,
0: I'm, I'm, he like he's like Woody Guthrie. He just walks around with it on his yeah, back. Right? Okay.
4: Oh like Curtis. So, yeah. buyer,
2: friend of foe, lead singer of both. Okay. Awesome.
4: And he's a rapper and he's a DJ. Okay, yeah. great. All right. Cool. I'm a saxophonist, so. Um, uh, so here's the quote uh, from chapter six. As my father said about his guitar playing, when you can't do something, you find a way not to do this, <laughs> that's 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 <laughs> that's that's a way with everything, though, right? Amen. I do
0: Some DJ things and everything, amen. Things I might disagree with or question, ice cold takes. Anyone else with hot takes, do you have anything else you want to hot highlight or anything? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. okay, cool. We're going over a lot. This is good. Uh-huh. This is this is where we might, um, as Rolling Stone said of him, more than Marvin Gaye, more than Stevie Wonder. More even than James Brown. (laughs) Curtis Mayfield captured the total black experience in America during the 60s. That's some heavy shit. Yeah, I remember that one too. That's some heavy shit. Not even discounting Curtis Mayfield's quality of work. But when you're comparing him to... Stevie Wonder and James Brown Marvin, and Marvin, Marvin Gaye. Gay
1: well.
0: That's some. That's some. Those are some juggernauts you're putting up. With him yeah, up. but I, I, that stuff
1: the only the one. Of these. That's right. James Brown was sixty. James Brown was in the sixties. James Brown was in the sixties.
0: But, sure.
1: but
5: I'm talking uh, about Stevie Wonder and Marvin Gaye. Most of that stuff. The,
4: the so century century is probably. The 70s. Nah, they had I don't know. The sixty seven uh, no, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Just, okay. Anyway, it's
3: not well, hold on, hold on. We're, we're all, we're all. I, not to put you on the spot, but we're all a bunch of whiteies here. So, what, 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 would, what, would, your, what would your, what would your opinion be
0: about that quote? What do you think? I in '79, so we're all <laughs> Right. <laughs> but I, I feel like, <laughs> I but I, but I feel like, I feel like, kind of
3: like in a way, like uh, as a white person, I. Never, I never know what it's like to actually be black, and therefore may not really know what another black person feels like. Uh, how do I say, it? You, you might have a deeper feeling about who you think represents your culture more than I would ever be able to understand, right? So that, that's kind of what I mean. So would you, would, what would you think about that quote?
4: <laughs> um, from, from my perspective, I, would, I, would, I disagree with the idea of Curtis being the definitive black artist of the 60s. I would easily say James Brown. Right. Um, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Why? Why though? But it's,
0: par, it's part of that. This because you guys might not know this. He and yeah. you um, spent some time in Canada, but you also lived a lot in Georgia. And James Brown's another Georgia cat, too. Do you think that um, pushes that as mu- as well? No. Okay. I'm not even looking at it from a different continent. <laughs> I'm looking at it from Britain, but I mean
2: James Brown yeah. for me is much more the voice of Black America. Over that period, and then Sly and Family Stone if you're getting to the 70s. And um, well, even
0: you know, Woodstock used kicking ass in '69, yeah, you know. Um,
2: and I, and I really love Coast Mayfield, it, yeah, it's not that it, it's not someone I was not aware of and didn't listen to a lot. Well, but okay. for me, that wasn't the, the sound of Black well, America. Well, l- l- let, me, let me say two things I just disagree with
3: what.
0: <laughs> I, that's why that's why I put into that category. <laughs> I certainly, when I read that, I went. Ah, uh, w- yeah. We got to think about. We got to talk about this. And but again, not even this kind Curtis Mayfield, but when nothing. you compare anyone to Stevie Wonder, when you compare anyone to James Brown, mm. let's let's show. So let me say two things. Number one, you know, obviously we weren't around in the '60s, like you know, I'm saying. But if you, when you talk, if I went up to any random person in America or China or whatever. And I said, well, let's just say it like this, James Brown and Stevie Wonder and even Marvin Gaye, maybe to a lesser degree, are much more known today than Curtis Mayfield. So those other artists have more staying power. And again, I knew Curtis Mayfield. Definitely compared to James Brown and Stevie Wonder, there's no comparison. Yeah. And two, here's an interesting thing that I want to highlight that's almost counter my argument. And then I, I want to hear what you have to say. When it's an interesting thing when you say, when you highlight this phrasing in it, captured the total yeah. black yeah. experience. Yeah. Right. So, what that, does that mean Curtis Mayfield does have the domestic love songs and he's got the political songs? Exactly, though, And yeah. he's got the well, drug ones. Well, but those don't happen until later, you know? I'm sorry, I'm. You know, I'm like. But after that but the, right, we're we're just, so. but I think you, you know, have know, to talk you, about a oh, whole person.
5: Like, I'm a huge yeah. Stevie Wonder fan, but if you're going to throw Stevie Wonder in there, Music of My Mind came out in '72. Right, Just look right. it up. Like 60s. And then, and then yep. it's another yeah, thing. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's, it's yeah. 60s yep. right there. Music yeah, of My yeah, Mind yeah. is like Stevie Wonder's first kind of big, and then it's yep. Talking Book and sure. a, you exactly. know, Songs in the Keys of Life, and, you Life you like uh, a, Intervisions. All those ones are the 70s. Um, yeah.
0: But yep. Stevie Wonder in the 60s was already covering Bob Dylan. But he was, but he he was, was, he was just kid. a, yeah, he was like, a
1: okay. kid. He was He wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. that tough yeah, Exactly, yet. exactly. All right, so, so maybe it's the 60s. Maybe. Okay, then let's... Yeah. Well, then, well, no, I still think James Brown
0: is better. Is he, is he, he talking he, specifically he of the 1960s? 20? 20? It says during the
5: 60s. I, I don't know exactly what yeah. Marvin Gaye said.
0: Well, well we, we, we can ask Travis Sebastian. Okay, I would agree. He's little Stevie Wonder. He's, you know... You know, fingertips, all that stuff in the '60s. And Marvin Gaye, a lot of the '60s stuff is, you know, Motown. What well, I mean, you know, Marvin Gaye front. was
5: kind of like a Motown backing guy for a while before the drummer. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he wasn't like Marvin Gaye until I think uh, the '70s. On- no, no, yeah, like he had solo, solo. hits. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure when he. Yeah. Well, yeah, but uh, that one's definitely in the '70s.
0: Yeah, what's going on in '71 okay there you go so okay so right okay there yeah um i mean would you even, even but here, here about this even though he only lasted a little bit could you even say Jimi hendrix
5: no i mean he wasn't really Well, no. he, he doesn't so yeah he doesn't seem to be speaking about the, the if they're talking about the black experience i don't think of Jimi hendrix as that is
0: we'll talk about mean, Jimi hendrix some more later as well um I okay, like, I mean, but
4: James okay. James. no, James Brown. It's for sure James, I, Brown. I, I, yeah, James you know, Brown. yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I agree. But to say it loud is nineteen sixties, right? That's sixties, so. right? yeah, Even well, even the yeah. JVs
3: and all that. Like I mean, that was that was that was in the sixties. That was earlier, So yeah, he was already well established throughout the sixties.
4: You know, one thing, one thing that you really get from the seven, uh, the first seven chapters, is. Um, even though he made socially relevant music that spoke to many people. Ah, 68. 68, right? Um, but he's, he's very much, like, Curtis is, is, is kind of from the beginning, and increasingly so over the first half of the book, like an industry guy, right? I mean, and by industry guy, I mean, like a, like a, a portrait like of like the, the first labels that sign him, like a, a portrait of black business success. You
0: know. Well, James Brown also had his own label after he was with King Records. Like he was putting out singles every three weeks and everything
4: else. Okay, but so, so by that I mean, like in terms of his business decisions, right? Of signing a bunch of people under him, being a, like a, a producer. James
0: Brown did that. James Brown did that. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose it's because James Brown is known, I think...
0: He owned the you know, radio station. James Brown, very famously, the story with James Brown, he's told it a million times, he started out shining shoes and singing for pennies in front of the radio station, then he bought the fucking radio station. Nice. You know, like... so am the sunshine company. <laughs> <laughs> and he went bankrupt and he lost it all. So, yeah. Yeah, so. Is there anybody
5: else we're, we're missing, though? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, who are we thinking... Who are we not thinking of in
0: the 60s? Well, I mean, you know... Uh, Do you want to say... I'll, I'm, I'm just throwing out names, don't tie me Denny. Do you want to say Barry Gore... Do you want to say The Temptations? Do you want to say Diana Ross? Do you wait, want to say... Aretha Franklin? Do you want been, to say... Patsy
2: LaBelle okay. back then, you know.
4: Uh, no. uh, you wanna say B.B. King even? The thing is, the thing is, the quote itself is weird, right? but Yeah. So I, there's probably... Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you had to pick yeah. one, yeah. like it would she be James Brown. But yeah. to say that yeah. there's yeah. only one person yeah. that can have yeah. the totality yeah. of yeah. the black yeah, I experience I is, is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's also, well, that's also yeah. why those Rolling
3: Stones, like best guitarist of all time, or best rock band of all time, li- this kind of suck anyways. Yeah. People yeah. could sit there and debate <laughs> about it all day.
0: And uh, speaking about sucking, <laughs> so one. Uh, my father, guitar in hand, led his group into some crowd-friendly fair. This is at the Apollo Theater. Oh, yeah. They opened with a yeah. cover of Wear My Ring Around Your Bottle. Neck. A rollicking song Elvis had just taken to the top of the R&B chart. By the way, this is what that sounds like.
1: Won't you ever?
0: I'm so going to read it again. My, my it father, guitar in hand, led the group into some crowd-friendly fair. They opened with a cover of "Wear My Ring Around Your Neck, a rollicking song Elvis had just taken to the top of the R&B chart. As Jerry explains, Jerry Butler, of course, since we were going to New York, we, had, we knew we had to be super sophisticated, and what was more sophisticated Ooh. than to do an Elvis <laughs> Presley 2? <two?" Elvis. laughs> and when I read that, I was like, that, doesn't, that sounds like bullshit to me. Even just getting to that quote. But then, of course, it continues on. As the final notes died out, someone shouted, Y'all take that white shit someplace else and sing what I came here to hear. The rest of the audience burst into pockets of laughter and applause. <laughs> they weird. were not into uh, them being, like, um, <coughs> to with a top, a ch- uh, chart topper. You know what I'm saying? It just sounded white like a bad idea. As well, though, you know, but in the R&B yeah. charts, in their defense, in that regard. But, yeah. But a, but a white guy, you're right. And a southern, white black... Southern white guy in New York City. Yeah. That was um, uh, that just sounded like a bad idea to me. But I also have fifty years of perspective I can The Negro world offered a support base that could last an entire career, but couldn't bring the same riches. Talking about crossing over. That sounded like bullshit to me because. Really. Yeah. Because. Wait, can you reread the? Can you reread the quote? talking about potentially crossing over and having hit songs and bringing to the white community no, but can you reread the quote of course the Negro world offered a support base that could last an entire career but couldn't bring the same riches how is that um, not
1: true yeah yeah
0: because uh, I've been to see older black audiences performers when the audience is almost completely white right from what I've seen, when all of these artists get older, they're not maintaining a black audience, at least at the concert level. Because, yeah, because you're, not, you're, not, you're
1: not contradicting this, this yeah. statement then. No, yeah.
0: You're yeah, the yeah, statement. yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, no. I mean, the idea that <laughs> the idea that one, like, black audiences are a monolith, or two, that their taste don't change over time. Oh, you're, is you're false. okay. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah.
5: But also, it says they have to cross over to get rich, and a lot of them cross over, and then they get rich.
2: Those that don't probably don't get as rich.
0: Well then who's, you know, who's who's in really appealing really to the, the majority?
2: You're gonna get richer on right? you. Yeah. 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 Who
5: doesn't possibly you,
0: you're, 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 you're not wrong with that. All the sixties
5: people we can't name. Yeah, <laughs> but the, but the, know, the all the sixty people besides James Brown and Aretha Franklin, <laughs> Curtis Mayfield. We'll I'm sure so there were some people, other ones, then, you know,
0: like many others. Okay, well, okay, then then at least can we identify black artists who maintain full long careers without crossing over, in a sense? No. No. That's kind of the point of the statement, though. Yeah. Yeah. So so then it's wrong that they didn't have a support base that could last an entire career. Yes, that's wrong. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Maybe.
0: (laughs) Moving on. Uh, He continued adding to his fame, fortune, reputation, and most important control. He kept talking about this, about his need for control. The word control pops up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I agreed with that in a sense. But also, if you really look at anyone's life and career, they are just wanting more and more control because they can demand it. more things. But how
1: many are actually getting it? He maintained it and most others didn't.
0: That's a good point. Yeah. That's deep. Although he, he, he loses, like, but, yeah. okay, if you look well, at more it more like a trade and some people are more
2: into just selling more records being, and are very happy to give their control to a manager or to a record label that's typical
1: yeah typical
2: yeah I mean, you're saying everyone's career they're wanting more control I, I, I don't think that's true I, I think some people are very happy to sure. allow themselves to be
4: uh, they just care about the music they don't care about the music. I wouldn't mind if he had mine a picture, yeah. picture what is that is Hey, you know, on that point, he says something that might cut against that. When he's talking about the, the breaking apart of his relationship with Diane, he
0: mm-hmm. mentions
4: that he was very controlling of Diane. Like, he didn't want her to go to a model shoot, to a modeling shoot. Mm-hmm. And then he contrasts that with the freedom that he gave the musicians in the studio. Idiot? But he was writing it, producing it. There was a lot yeah. of space to it.
0: But he also couldn't read or write music. So he probably didn't really have too much
4: to say. I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, freedom is, is yeah. not it's the same as control. That's an interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah. But as
0: long as his name is on uh, showing up five Four times, times to on the record, I,
1: mean, I so was. was it's, so, but see, it's, you, he did want Dan going off doing mileage jobs. He's saying that he gave them freedom, but he, freedom in the studio. But they're in the studio direct, directly under his, under his. Uh, uh, and if he doesn't play all the other oversight, guys, you, you do give the rest of your band. You, to
2: trust yeah. to play their parts well and add their own personal
1: in- influences into it, yeah. it makes you a Oh yeah. better. Uh, well, yeah, I agree. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's true. Yeah, I'm sure Curtis knew that or not.
2: <laughs> anyway, I was like Van Morrison, this miserable Northern Irish bastard that he is, but, but Astral Weeks is by such a long way his best album because he didn't control the other musicians. Yeah. He had really loose ideas. And it just great like, like jazz or in made something so much better than him. Um
0: here's the next quote which has a
2: <laughs> this is one more Northern Irish COVID denial. <laughs> Alright, listen to this song.
3: Say it's alright, it's alright, it's alright, have,
0: have a, a good time, time. cause it's, it's alright, whoa it's alright. It it's alright was Curtis's first great party song. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it? I know. Wait, 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 wait,
4: wait, wait, wait,
0: wait wait,
1: wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. What kind of party are you talking about? Yeah. That I didn't. That's what I you said. I agree with that. It's a great party, son. What's a? How do you, how do you disagree? Does it have to be an upbeat dance. It's no, it's not going it to be bullshit. That's a great party. we a different kind of party. That's
4: yeah. A great part yeah, yeah, exactly. Here. We're,
0: We're talking, kind of party. Yeah, but like, what part yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> the Impressions, though, did do like upbeat, dancey songs before that, though. Yep. Yeah, that that uh, does, uh, uh, upbeat a little, a doesn't
1: upbeat, dancing doesn't mean a good party. That. Come on, that that is, man.
3: Ask so awesome awesome. so awesome. 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 hey, the
1: awesome. Awesome. girl to the it's dance floor. You would slow dance. Put your hands around.
3: Exactly. What's better than that? Yeah. The girl, come on. I'm not so I'm hard, not even man.
0: but like yeah. but like then, then then I that's fine. But then also oh, that's more than fine. <laughs> that's fine, but then other songs also apply though. And they should be sure. counted as well. And that's my point. Like that, that's not even that great of a song. To yeah, me. Yeah. Like, so I think. Oh, that's the first class, party. Yeah. smash yeah. it or whatever. So it says, first okay. great party song. It's not even necessarily a hit. Okay. But, but so just yeah, like, but but what like... what is wrong about that statement? It's not a great <laughs> party song. Maybe it's a fine. Maybe it's an wrong, okay party song. Wrong. Wrong. Maybe it's, you wrong. know, like. Yeah. Th- there's a couple things wrong with that road road statement. I'm going
1: to circle back right now, right now, because we're talking about. I'm talking about comparing his, his career, not being as as influ- not being as big as some of the other artists, but you're talking about, he was, okay, sure, he didn't top the charts as much as some of the other guys, as James as Brown and the other ones, but his influence is massive. You listen to k- classic soul, he's all over it, he's influenced influence in all of it. That, that, yeah, right. I am not saying, saying it's right. a bad song. It's not a maybe not a huge hit, but it's eternal.
3: <laughs> no, it's kind of funny it's <laughs> a great first party song. And if you think about it, James brown. Apparently apparently every song is a party song. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have a very narrow definition
0: of I'm that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, it. <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm not first of all, I don't think it's a great song. Second of all, that, and, but you're, you're, yeah, yeah, that's fine, and I'm, I'm allowed to. Second of all, like, he had other, like, this is, I'm not saying this is the only kind of party song, but it is yeah, a party are. song. Yeah, you are, that's your point, man, come on. And so, that it also should be encountered in it, and I think this song's better. And this is the point, I disagree, that's it. It's fine. It's not as good as that song, right? <laughs> it's
1: a
2: great I'm, right? right, we song. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Again, I'm not saying that that song is impossible to play at a party or it's not a party song, but it's not great and it wasn't his first third line or bullshit. It's the bullshit. No, I'm about I'm saying but
1: it's max. not a
0: great song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and fuck all you guys.
0: <laughs> that's right. I can't and this is where I disagree. And you're if you can agree with it, this is well, where good. I'm they, a lot of disagree with shit. This, this, and this, I disagree uh, with this. This is the <laughs> Subjective part, though, isn't it? Yes,
2: where it where is. You say, This is something I disagree with. That's right.
0: I'm allowed to.
1: Okay. You're you're allowed to. That's we right. disagree with you, but
4: victory <laughs> is part of the description of this. Of this. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but say, what, what would be? like what would be like a quintessential party song in the same era? Mm. For contrast, yeah. What what year was that song? Um, um how about how about
0: half of the Temptations catalog? No, oh what really? Years it's
3: all right. Yeah, what year is this? Oh,
0: yeah. Um, so that's got it. I'm just thinking of like it's probably like sixty-seven. it sounds
3: earlier no, than that. About baby. You know,
0: but, you but, wait, a, wait, yeah,
2: wait. A, a are you talking about? It's all little, right. Little it's little all
0: right. Let this one. Let's look it up. Yeah, what year is this song? Siri, what the fuck year is this And
4: I'll I'll look up. I'll play you eight songs from that singer. I'll play you a lot more. I don't mean in the Temptations catalog, I mean just generally. like What would be a, a better party song at that scene. Nobody But
0: Me by the Human Beings. You know, like the contours. You know. You're
4: like in a, in a, in a, in a okay. school. Okay. okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone can dance.
1: Anyone has the ability. <laughs> to you stand up, and can dance to this the school. This is 1963. So, it's
0: an early the, all oh, the early Beatles yeah. catalog yeah. songs. All the early Beatles yeah. songs. <laughs> I think
5: we need to know my kind i of
3: Hey, there you go. I mean, this song's not, this song's not bad. But it's, not, it's not great. I that, Spencer's a genius. i put a as a positive. i mean, sorry. All right.
0: How about this one then? I think you guys it's, are going to agree is, It's of... literally, it's all right. The song is all right. <laughs> <laughs> right past my nose. It's all right. It's all I agree. right. I I think it's a great song actually. Sure. I love this It's a heart. great song.
4: At, here, here's where you, you know. Guys, know. You, know what? you know what? I actually, um, so, I was actually agreeing with you until you mentioned you can go to a dance and there's something you could dance to. So if that's your definition of party, that's fine. But yeah, in my mind, I don't know I if mean, you think, my, I, I associated a party with something that's a bit more upbeat. So I thought the rhythm was a bit slow, okay. for, for a party song, but it's a great song. Now, now you're fucking with
0: me. Now here's five songs well, from not, 1963. I'm
4: actually just really happy to just no, have oh, And yeah. lyrically,
2: it is very much about like, do you want to do it? It's alright. It's got a party feel to the lyrics. Yeah, you can you mean, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Lyrically, absolutely. Here,
0: <laughs> here's a better party song from
1: 1963. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: let's hear it. No. Party fuck
1: you! Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes it is! It is. <laughs> Oh, it's fine. It's a good song. Here's another better party song from 1963. It's a good song. It's
3: a fun song. It's not a good song. Oh yeah. Like Lord of Mercy, the quote. For Curtis Mayfield, this is the first song that was. This is probably right. So you can throw
1: any song you want, but it doesn't take away from the quote that for him and his catalog, this is a song where people got together on Friday evening, they dressed up, they asked their best girl
0: to dance, you know, and. Yeah, I think What it's a, more of a going party! Going you know, steady. Very... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm moving on. I'm, uh, after people get Yo, ready, let's argue some <laughs> more. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you agree with me. Uh, <laughs> that's not not, I'm just kidding. On, that was a joke. This is this one. I'm confident you're going to agree with me on. Okay, so we're going to make up. We're going to make peace for you. After people get ready, my father became the foremost social commentator in pop music.
1: Yeah, that's but uh-huh. right. ah, uh,
2: that's a big statement to make. got James Brown. Uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, yeah, well, what, what, well, well, what does it's that, that even mean?
3: He's the foremost social commentator.
0: For so he's a, the foremost social guy. He's, For, so he's, he's making, mean, me, I guess, the most incisive or interesting. In, you mean commentating yeah. like socially Because, in his because he
1: shied away from it so much. I, you know, he, he kind of was, was bipolar yeah. on that. I never feel he was very. He had, he so okay, this is
0: 1965. In terms of social commentary, in 1965, are you going to take Curtis Mayfield or are you going to take Bob Dylan? Yeah, Bob Dylan. Yeah, for sure. Dylan. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm. Uh, what? Really? Yeah. Really? Bob yeah. Dylan
3: had like eight-minute-long songs that are nothing about so, nothing but. Social and they were commentary. popular. Yeah.
0: And yeah. they were popular. Yeah, okay. Nothing yeah. of social commentary. Just to give one, you know. Okay. You know. Even, like, Simon and Garfunkel, like, were having huge hits, like, around the same time. And social commentary albums... You're, you're confusing
1: hits on the pop charts with actual good social commentary, to, though. It's not necessarily the and same. Simon and Garfunkel, I wouldn't put it being much better social commentary than... I, I Michael, still think
5: Bob Dylan, yeah. We just have about the Brown.
0: It's good, that's good. Sorry, but, but then, even... But, so, but... He, yeah, I'm, not that, the, I'm not even the biggest Sam Cooke fan, but I would still say Sam Cooke in that
4: regard. Yeah, the statement, I, yeah. Agree, I actually agree with you, Bill, because the statement doesn't qualify it. doesn't say yeah. like, in a soul context only, yeah. which is in all of Holiday. Really, Holiday. And he also doesn't help we'll himself by saying not in Mayfield really, instead of
1: really my father. Scary,
4: I don't yeah. think that really yeah. helps. She was still she was singing, singing
1: in the 60s. Yeah, I just heard. Just we know who the author is like, no, now. I mean, her I mean, heyday was. Which one's is, She was really.
0: Okay. That's uh, the stuff I disagree with. Anything, anything else that popped up with you guys that you disagreed with or you want to bring up? Um, the next section is Google Alert, things I had to look up. And some of the stuff I had looked up before. But um, no one wielded more influence, however, than Herb Kent's The Cool Gent radio show. All
1: right, Bobby Womack and more than I can stand. Herb Rogers, Kent, uh... I'm uh, 8 feet tall, I weigh 132 and a half pounds, very slender, and not really good looking either. But I do play some boss jams, there's no two ways about that. <laughs> so, you know, what you don't have one, well, you kind of compensate for it the other way. Oh, wow. W, V, O, N, Cicero, everything is everything. O. C.
0: Smith says, it's the real thing! Our most popular, our most acclaimed part for the Going Through Papers Rock and Uh Adapt or die. Which is, if you could have this book or part of the book adapted into another form or by another artist, what would it be? So, for example, if you thought the biography thus far should be written by Stephen King, or you think that it should be a movie, and you think... or you think it should be a play and you want James Earl Jones to play, whatever the fuck you want, or a comic book or a T- an Amazon series or whatever, and what genre, who would direct it, who would write it, who would star in it? How would you adapt adapt this material? Oh, Take your time. We, we've gotten some very interesting responses from this. I think it's been our favorite part of the book club, mm-hmm. generally. <laughs> These are newbies. Julia?
1: No. <laughs> I have two, so Oh Give us one. Give us a stuff. So virus. Uh the first one is basically just a reenactment of uh, the battle with the temptations. Yeah. So that would
3: be gorgeous.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I okay. Do you have anything else you want to add? Do you, who who do you want any oh, modern singers to be in there yeah, or, yeah, or directors? Yeah, because you know they're all old
1: or dead, so you know. Yeah, you'd have to be a reenactment. Uh, who could do it today? There's a few, uh, but but if that's it, that's fine. But yeah, but no, the other one, my other one, which that was the first idea I had. The second one though is. There used to be a radio station in Oakland, California, KDIA, and for a long time, it played classic soul. This, all this, you know, temptations, impressions, Motown, all this stuff. Ah, oh, just beautiful. AM station only, and you could hardly get outside of Oakland. But it, it, you know, I used to work in Oakland a lot, and so that's why I tuned into it. It just just beautiful music all day long. And so, basically, sort of like Elvis people, maybe, but basically with, with that music in the background playing on the radio, just lives of people in Oakland. So like a radio show or a radio program? No, 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 no. It was like stories of people's lives. Oh, you know? I see, I see. But with that as yeah. the background music. I dig it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So so like a little bit like a, a Spike Lee movie where like on the radio... It's sort of <laughs> <laughs> sure. oh, oh, I'm saying the, say the right say thing. Yeah. yeah, but with Soul, right? Yeah, because, I mean, you know,
1: there's... Samuel Jackson. Yeah. What's he called him that?
2: the main radio detail. yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. I'll do mine, and then we're gonna hear everyone else's. Um. Okay. I. I could see this as a play or a movie, but I took a bit from that. But I'm going to expand it a bit more. I could see a play or a movie, and I think it would. It's going to be in four acts, maybe three. I didn't write down how many. And it's all going to take place at the Apollo. The entire thing is going to be the story of Curtis Mayfield told just at his time at the Apollo. The first time, he's 16 years old. This is a pivotal moment in his life. You're talking about a 16 year old black youth going to New York for the first time and playing at the Apollo. The second time, he's at the um, Apollo. It could be with the Impressions. Uh, so and so, the first time he turned sixteen. The second time could be, you know, now Jerry Butler's gone. Now he's really starring for his first time at the Apollo. Yeah. The third time could be political Curtis Mayfield, woke Curtis Mayfield, there in the seventies. Political stance. So again, 16, now, second time he is tuxedo, he's the star for the first time. Third time, he's got the bell bottoms, he's political, right? The fourth time, Curtis Mayfield goes on stage with the Apollo. It's ninth, I'm making this up, I don't know if this happened, but for my play, I have artistic license and I can. <laughs> he's in a wheelchair, it's 1994, 95, whatever and they wheel him out to the Apollo to sing a song. You're, going to look, you're looking at what year he did. Those, I think you could tell, an amazing play We're making an amazing movie with Curtis Mayfield in four acts. And I'm going to nominate to direct this, if it's a movie, Taylor Hackford, who made Ray. And I want Jamie Foxx to even star mm-hmm. in it. Because I think Jamie Foxx was not a great Ray Charles, I think he would be a better Curtis Mayfield. I think his voice is better suited for that. it. And I think he's matured into be a better actor where he could even do it better. That is my play, and that's potentially even a movie. Curtis in four acts. Curtis at the Apollo in four acts. Give me the budget. Let's go to Hollywood. Uh, let me guess. He uh, he won't be singing It's Alright. <laughs>
1: yeah, well better. That's going to be the review. That's the full review. <laughs> Did not sing all right.
0: Can you see that? There in four acts.
1: His entire
2: life. There you go. Okay. I, I, have you seen an act of killing? The, the Josh Oppenheimer one where he goes and takes um, all of the murder squads, people who are leading the murder squads in Indonesia through the 70s, and says to them, hey, I want to do a film by you. What genre would you like to make it? I've got the budget. Do you want to do a Western to show you killing all these nasty communist sympathies? Do you want to, and one of them wants to make a science fiction film showing him as the hero. I-, I thought it would be a cool, and there's just a couple of great scenes that they have this giant fish with these guys who really did murder thousands and thousands of teachers and post office workers who they suspected of being- having left wing sympathies. But it's amazing of them all coming out of this giant fish, which is the spaceship. And I think do it as a science fiction thing, and and have Curtis and and take that whole thing that that um, Peel does do you, so well of like taking the horror and making racism.
0: You're you're confused. This is not Vincent Price. This is not The Fly. This is Super Fly. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you. I think you mixed that up a little bit. <laughs>
2: But Not Jeff Goldblum, Curtis, Apple and, and, and your inner city ghettos as being a, a different planet. Did you ever we see come the? down, landed on America, uh, just like District Four. You and, know, did you, like you see that? Brother
0: from Another Planet? It's kind of a no, cult, no, no. cult eighties black. But I think Kubrick really was bringing
2: like that. a new interplanetary type of music down, the way that like, we did it. Future Shock. That's the name of the movie. Future Shock. No, not see that one. no. Into, okay, into white America, but actually, just just make that District Four type satire by taking it as a sci-fi thing. I think that would, uh, and you know, Jordan Peele's doing so well when we Get Out and Us, uh, and to do the oh, horror way. So, so I would get Jordan Peele to direct it. So.
1: Cool.
4: Okay, I'll go next. Because <laughs> I'll start with a quote from the book. Perhaps no one underscored how little the impressions moved on stage better than Otis Redding. We were doing a show with him at the Reek Theater in Chicago, Fred recalled. Otis came on before we did, and the stage was dirty. He was out there stomping and sweating and stomping, and dust was flying all up. And when he was coming off, we were standing in the wings, getting ready to come on behind him. He had dirt all up on his pants. It looked like he had been swimming. When he got to us, he looked at us, and we were nice and clean, and he said... Man, you're the only group I know that can do a show here for a whole week and don't have to change their shirt. (laughs) (laughs) So here's my adaptation. It's adapt or die, I don't want to die, right? So Here's my my adaptation. Um, So you know how uh, sometimes in music videos, right, they will start with, you know, like not the music, not the song, but, you know, a a short video or something like that. Mm -hmm. Right, so basically what we have is like the last two minutes of Otis Redding's show, and then he comes off stage and says this to like the... He says this to the guys And then they go on stage And like completely still Just like very calmly Perform their instruments While the song plays <laughs> so Music hilarious. video adaptation <laughs> Nice I like it yeah. You
0: hear similar stories With Roy Orbison On tour as well Where him and Jerry Lee Lewis Are doing the show <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis is <laughs> Pounding and jumping On the piano And the Roy Orbison You know You know yeah. Only the lonely He uh, doesn't He doesn't fucking move ooh, ooh, ooh.
1: You Sounds know Sounds like a good dancer What's that? Sounds like a good dancer <laughs>
3: Define <laughs> <The> dance. <laughs> Adapt or
0: die? Anything? Uh, no? Nah, I do good ones. Three more so? Okay. Good, though. Next time, though, it's the most important one. I think it's got, it brings in, it's brought some very interesting ideas and things. Many from Julia, many from Paul, many from other people as well. Adapt or die. Think about it for the second half of the book. Motherfucking wrong. Mistakes in the book. These are not opinion ones. It's facts. Okay. No start. brags, just facts. Okay, so although this one I sort of we've sort of done that quite a lot on if you most
2: influential.
0: Those are more opinion-based though. These are things that like Cole takes, like you just disagree These are things that are factually wrong. Well this first one is actually a bit of an opinion thing, but I think it's so long. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. Okay, I'm full of shit. What the fuck? Okay. it. But you can make an argument right, for That's it. all right. Let's hear it. Let's
3: hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs>
0: I'm watching you. On ele- this, is, this is... No one's going to disagree with me. On Electric Lady Bullshit. Land... Bullshit. On Electric Lady <laughs> Land, Henders recorded his only message song, House Burning Down which dealt poetically with the recent riots. Okay. There is no way that is Jimi Hendrix's only message song. He did Machine Gun.
3: He did Jellyfish Blues. No, no, Machine Gun was not on Electric Ladyland. That was with Band of Gypsies.
1: But so what? It's not Electric Ladyland, he's only. No, 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 no. no. I'm
0: going to read it again. Read read it again. Yeah, On Electric Ladyland, comma... Hendrix recorded his only message song. Oh burning Oh burning yeah, yeah, no, that's fucking no, no way, yeah. No, yeah. no, yeah, no way. That, right?
3: no
0: well, way. Come on, oh, yeah. come oh, on, right, no, this is great. Come on, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I didn't write it. <laughs> that's, absolutely, <laughs> that's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> he did Machine Gun. Yeah. He did Jellyfish Blues. Yep. And even like something like Hey Joe could be, even be kind of. Or like, even 1983, when
3: I was a mermaid, or whatever. Like I did, yeah, all that shit, really. Yeah. No way.
1: Oh, that's blasphemy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the I'm, I'll, about I'll, about I'm a friend of <laughs> But still, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, this one uh, is a bit of a... You know, and I find a lot of shit. Um, I hope you agree with this too, as well. Okay, this is a sentence. This is more of a syntax thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> they nervously played the song again. This mm-hmm. is when the impressions are um, auditioning. Yeah, yeah. They nervously played the song again. Curtis Mayfield was playing guitar. The rest of them were singing. Would you accurately say they played the song again?
2: Yeah, I. I... <laughs>
3: <laughs> Come on. Yes. Come on.
0: It's motherfucking wrong. It's in the book. You play in
2: a band. <laughs> the singer. You're still playing in the band.
0: <laughs> well, he played the song. They sang the song. What
4: we've made you that. have it. It's like they played, played the track. song again, parentheses, excluding so and so who yeah. was on the They guitar nervously guitar. sang the song again. <laughs> performed. <laughs> <laughs> they nervously the performed you're right. The they perform for I mean, better. I mean, I mean, songs, so. No, I don't even think that's wrong. I mean nope, to, to play play is a synonym for. the Frank are not play songs? Yeah, sure. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think you can use this. No, no you know, right play.
4: dance No, that's a,
0: that's a concert, but him singing No, no but he shows
4: Hang on, hang on, hang on. he Somebody goes and...
3: Show, I mean, don't play it, and, days, at, and after the yeah, I don't know, I, I'm i'm with him on this. Okay, <laughs>
4: well, let, let me let me frame it. No, right, right, no, no, great. Right he
3: said <laughs> he played Atlantic City, right? Yep, yeah, but that's like <laughs> the yep. performance, no, 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 what well,
4: That's my like, it, like, exactly. It, exactly. argument. But that's like... It's a okay. synonym performance <laughs> in that way, yeah. okay? Yeah. So, you know, uh, a singer comes off stage, any singer in any style, right. And you're like, hey, how was the show tonight? And they're like, oh, it was a great show. And then you say, well, what, what material did you play? So nobody would think that's odd. No singer would be like, no, no, I was not playing, I was singing. You're wrong.
0: I DJed in um, Kuching, Indonesia. Did I play DJ? Yes. Did you play
3: yes, yes, DJ? Yeah, you asshole. played DJ. Yeah. 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 Well, Okay, the last. Yeah. Be, this is
4: this is the last bit. This is the last, last. We should change the category <laughs> name <Negative>. to pedantic. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> first
0: of all, these are my
4: fucking categories,
0: I that. Bad facts and whack grammar. That's it's what it is. Oh, it has the whack grammar. It's, it's not, not whack grammar. 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 And the last one <laughs> that I found through the book <laughs> is the, they They uh This one is a misspelling. They couldn't stay in White Hotels, so Negro Roaming Houses became their only... Oases, O-A-S-E-S, should be houses. I just
4: see the part <laughs> of that. Oasis. 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 Good call, it could be that too. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember... Actually, I remember seeing
2: that... Wait, wait how was
0: it spelled? O-A-S-E-S. O-A-S-E-S. Yeah, Oasis. Oases. Yeah. O-A-S-E-S. Yeah, I remember seeing that. I think it should be... Oases. Not Oases.
3: Oases. Oasis. Yeah, it's yeah,
0: right. Hey,
1: can
3: yep.
0: Yes, that's the plural of Oasis. ABO. Yeah.
4: Is that the plural of Oasis? Hey, yeah, yeah. I got one. Can you pass me the your yeah. record? you Pass me that foam. record. Yeah, fascinations, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that that <laughs> that's a real one. That's, that's a
2: real guy. one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought about that. Category. category seven. That's it. All right. Well, congratulations, guys, you made it through your first going through pictures, and yeah. Wilbur. Bravo, bravo.